Good morning, it's November 21st, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Eventually, the war between Israel and Hamas will end, and, and based on what we know now, Israel seems to be determined to eliminate Hamas. But no matter if they're successful or not, the future of the people of Gaza remains uncertain. Who will govern once the war is over? To give you an inside look at the problem facing the Palestinian people, you only have to look at the reaction of other Arab nations in the Middle East. As the refugees pour across the border seeking some refuge from the ravages of war, you would think other Muslim nations would open their borders and accept the refugees, but you'd be wrong. Nikki Haley, currently running for the Republican nomination and well-steeped in foreign policy, had this to say about it, why other nations are not welcoming the Palestinians. And I quote her, We should care about the Palestinian citizens, especially the innocent ones, because they didn't ask for this. But where are the Arab countries? Where are they? Where is Qatar? Where is Lebanon? Where is Jordan? Where is Egypt? Do, do you know we give Egypt over a billion dollars a year? Why aren't they opening the gates? Why aren't they taking the Palestinians? End quote. Now, according to Nikki Haley, other Arab nations are refusing to take in large numbers of refugees because they cannot vet them. They don't want Hamas within their borders. Hamas is closely aligned with the Muslim Brotherhood, which is supported by Iran as well. They already have their own problems with anti-government factions, and they don't want to add to the problems. Ideologues of the Mother Muslim Brotherhood advocate for the overthrow of Arab monarchies and the formation of a Sunni revolutionary Islamic Republic, which resemble Iran, but op operate under the banner of Sunni Jihadism. Since the mosque serves as an agent for Iran, which in turn presents an additional danger to Arab monarchs, the majority of these nations are worried that their assistance to Gaza may fall into the clutches of a mosque. When a conference held in Saudi Arabia, over 50 Arab Muslim nations condemned Israel's military response and called for a ceasefire, but never came up with any real solution. They're willing to offer humanitarian and financial aid to Palestinians, but not a single one of them meeting in the conference opted to step up and accept Palestinian, ref Palestinian refugees to come and live in their country. They make statements calling for a two-state solution, something that Israel has offered in the past, but no real concrete method in achieving that goal. The one thing you can be assured of is that Israel will not tolerate Hamas as a governing organization for Gaza. There are some Western nations that would be supportive of Hamas having a role in governing Gaza, but only if they would promote peace and stability and not continue to be a terrorist threat, and I highly doubt they would quit their terrorist activities. And listening to them, they've made it clear they intend to keep attacking Israel. With a growing movement among liberals in the United States, it may force Joe Biden to come off his support for Israel. Even with his own administration, Political staffers and career bureaucrats at the State Department are starting to turn on Israel. They're demanding a ceasefire without requiring Hamas to stand down. That's entirely illogical for Israel to accept. They fully understand that any ceasefire would only benefit Hamas and allow them to regroup and possibly rearm. It would certainly allow Hamas to strengthen their position in their underground tunnel system. Yet millions of people around the world would have Israel withhold appropriate punishment on the barbarians who gave no quarter in their Jewish victims we are told it's a war crime for Israel to engage in a full-scale attack on Gaza because innocent civilians are being killed as a result. The Palestinians who have supported Hamas for more than 15 years are now being raised as innocent victims themselves. Western intellectuals, read that liberals, are demanding a ceasefire by Israel to prevent further deaths. The double standard to which the Jewish state is being held is infuriating to me. Sometimes war can only be ended by what is used to what is called total war the willingness to inflict an unacceptable level of loss on the enemy. That was the justification for the United States to drop not one but two atomic bombs on Japan in World War II, killing more than 100,000 innocent civilians. It was the same strategy, if not the same weapon, employed by firebombing of Tokyo and in Germany and Berlin and Dresden. 
These weapons did not distinguish between civilians and military personnel. They were designed to bring the enemy to surrender. Despite the cynical assertion that Israel is engaged in genocide, the stated goal, by the way, of Hamas, Israel is doing the opposite. Let's face it, the Israeli military could have pulverized the entire Gaza settlement immediately after October 7th, but it did not. That is partly because the hundreds of hostages believed to be held in the tunnel network under Gaza, but also because the Jewish people are not barbarians. The same cannot be said of Hamas, and that's why the IDF must not stop until the last Hamas terrorist is dead. Do whatever it takes. But back here in the United States, the drumbeat is growing for Joe Biden to turn his back on Israel. Senator Bernie Sanders wants to put restrictions on USAID Israel. The media is turning towards the Palestinian people in Gaza, saying something has to be done. They're now ignoring that Hamas blocks these people from leaving Gaza, that there is clear proof of Hamas using hospitals and schools to hide and shield their terrorist activities, to shield their armaments. Biden will, in my opinion, eventually cave for political reasons to start to put pressure on Israel to stop their invasion of Gaza. I would hope that Netanyahu refuses because it would only allow Hamas to regroup and start firing rockets into Israel again and eventually launch another terrorist attack. Israel simply cannot allow that to happen, and we should not be forcing them to allow it. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.